0: Aaron Whitlow, I tried to do something slick, but it didn't work. Aaron Whitlow, uh,
1: Brandon Spavi.
0: Okay, we are the Mark Movie podcasters, and yes, in today's episode, we are we are going to be talking about Avengers: Age of Ultron, which is probably one of the li- least rememberable, in like in opinions of. I'm not saying that I'm not throwing shade on this film. I'm saying that you kind of forget that it took place uh, with the whole Avenger films, uh, but actually, I enjoyed it. Uh, but we'll talk about that. Uh, I will comment on Fuzz's comments, which is very long. The laptop battery versus the markout crew. The battery will win again with a figure four lot submission. Thing, uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result. Thank you for uh, trolling us, Fuzz. Yes, the laptop battery uh succumbed to the power of my ring light, uh like moments into me even getting it started. But nevertheless, I have a phone that's more powerful than a laptop. So ergo, we're here. But uh in the meantime, before we jump into uh comments, Brandon's touching his camera. I don't know what's going on there. Uh All right. We'll talk about what we watched um, and Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Yes, sir. We watched some stuff. Uh, you watched more than I, but I watched one thing that we both, uh, watched. It, it, we <laughs> both watched and uh, that one thing was like the craziest thing ever. So um, what is what happens if I do this? Oh, that that, that did nothing. Uh, that's fine. We keep it in the corner. Why not? Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, mm-hmm. everything, everywhere, all at once. You want to discuss it? I'll let you start. <laughs> oh, wow. This movie is an insane film uh, starring, uh, let's see, I'm, trying to, I'm not going to butcher people's name. Uh oh, Michelle Yeoh. Um, as Evelyn Wang, uh, K. Hoy Kwan, aka Data, that uh, who I marked out before personally when I seen him on screen, I marked out big time for Data. Uh, who I'm glad to see him starting to act again. Um, he's in this film as uh, Wayman uh, Wang, uh, and then uh, my girl Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, the scream queen herself, is in this movie as uh, Deidre. Uh, a uh, Worker at the IRS office, or uh, I guess it's the IRS office, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, agency. And then uh, Stephanie Hughes. Hughes, I don't know how to pronounce it, Sue, maybe. I don't know if H is silent, uh, is Joy Wayne. But man, this movie is crazy.
1: Well, it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. It there's was. things that happen in this movie that there's some things you see in this film that you can't unsee. In you life. can't
1: unsee the hot dog hands.
0: He's <laughs> just. Brandon spoiled it for people. So if you hadn't seen it, spoiler. I
1: mean, it's just hot dog hands. I mean,
0: <laughs> there is hot dog hands. Um, Brandon. Yes, sir. Uh, this movie, uh, what were your overall thoughts on uh, everything, everywhere, all at once?
1: My overall thoughts, first part, bonkers, crazy, entertaining to the mats. I mean, it was just crazy. And Data was Data was the highlight of the movie for me. He's um, phenomenal in it? I mean, Jamie was great. Michelle was great. The daughter was great. They were all great. There was just something special about Data. I can't pronounce his name. I'm just calling him so you, Data. <laughs> to me, he's Data Grown Up. That's what yeah. I felt like watching this movie. It's Data Grown
0: Up. Well nobody ever remembers that he's short round from Indiana Jones, but uh but yeah, but yeah, yeah, he's data.
1: He left the Goonies and met Indiana.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's 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 weird fan fiction. But um <laughs> And he did he grew up to marry Michelle yeah, who uh you know, I guess they're you know, but I thought he was believable, he seemed like a very likable and lovable guy in this movie, and uh and some strange things happen, and you're like and at first you're like, why, what is this? what's that? you know, but it all gets explained sorta <laughs> um later on, uh, my biggest flaw in the film, at which I believe you will say say the same thing with with everything everywhere all at once is that it goes on a little too long. I felt like it should have been trimmed a little bit uh, but because uh, maybe it's because of the fa- false ending that's in the movie at one point uh, but mm-hmm. yeah I mean other than that I enjoyed it and you count, you commented on the hilarity of a part that was literally nothing happening <laughs> and, and people were still like laughing because of what they're seeing on the screen but literally in the scene, nothing was happening. And so and you got a kick I like out of that
1: it. went on for like five minutes. It felt a very long time. And I was just watching the audience because nothing was happening. And the audience is so quiet. And I'm like, everybody's being quiet. Nothing is happening. And everyone's being quiet. And that's when you have the audience hooked. When you can actually show nothing happening for about five minutes. Nothing but subtitles. <laughs>
0: and people and, and the audience laugh at the punchlines within the subtitles. So yeah. they kind of responded to it. So they were literally reading and like and yeah, you're right. And it's like like even though I kind of looked at you like what <laughs> like like there's several times I looked over at you, it was like, what what is happening? What is what is this? Yeah. Like, it was like, it was, oh man. It was oh, this really, was,
1: and I, I say this. With all due respect to the Matrix franchise, this is what the new Matrix should have been. It's it really should have been this. Uh but it was just crazy. It was overall it's a crazy film. Probably the craziest film I've ever seen in a theater. And I mean
0: But well, what else would you expect from A twenty four? So
1: Yeah, this you know, though it doesn't feel like it would have been a film by them from that studio.
0: But you know it, what? It, it, would I'm it put me in mind what I've
1: seen the last two movies by them, this and X. Uh, it's just
0: two of the oh, best so movies
1: I've seen this year. The,
0: they did X as well. Yeah. You know what felt like a A twenty four film, but it wasn't. Was uh the Dark House or uh yeah uh Night, night House Night House? It felt like a A twenty four, but it wasn't. Um, but uh, I was going to say what um what was I going to say about? I, was gonna, I, I lost my train of thought because I was about to say something about that movie. I forgot what it was. it was. It was something about oh yeah yeah. It reminds me it put me in the mind of uh it put me in the mind of being John Malkovich a little bit and you remember have you seen that film?
1: I've seen it once. Uh,
0: uh which it was just weird. a really weird weird film and, and also Eternal uh uh was it Spotlight of the Eternal Sunshine of what it with Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah I, I don't know really
0: Spotless though. Mind.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. sunshine. Yeah, I don't really remember it though. I was I went in inspecting something else, and I le- I left lost. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what well,
0: happened. <laughs> I think you went in at the time you were still expecting Jim Carrey. Like yeah. There's just Jim Carrey trying to go into a different uh, place uh, theatrically. Speaking of Jim Carrey, that's a good segue because you saw Sonic too. Uh, I have not seen Sonic too. Oh, I thought your boy said. Uh, you said you you had we seen it. it right?
1: Right? We're seeing it tomorrow.
0: Okay. Well, I like to see it. So, um, <laughs> never mind. Let's not get segue. Then, what else did you watch? Anything recently? You, X, uh, you mentioned that Yeah,
1: I mean, I've watched a few films, but I'm only going to name two that I feel that are deserving to be named: Finch, which starring Tom Hanks on Apple TV.
0: And you said uh, he won the title back, huh?
1: I, I, when he's humane who can top him when he's just being humane? I mean, it's Tom Hanks. I mean, he's teaching a robot about life and what it is about to be human. I mean, it's a positive apocalypse film. I mean, it, it, I've never seen a po- apocalypse film be so positive. So, I loved it uh, I mean, I didn't love the movie itself, but I really enjoyed the movie. I really love Tom Hanks in the movie. So, yeah. Are
0: you comments today or a later time. <laughs> is what? This fuzz? Oh, fuzz is coming this whole time. It it doesn't pop up on my on my cell phone like it does in other places. So he said, "I saw Father Stew and I cried." Uh, I haven't watched it. Is that with the uh, Matt Damon? Right? Mark Wahlberg. And Mark Malibu. Wahlberg. Oh, my bad. I, I confused my white dudes with muscles. Um, and then everything uh, that movie, everything all at once, was really good. Everything. Bagel, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it was uh, so so on the nose, but it's but it but it's funny because you know it's just so it's a weird film. Um, fuzz also says, I can't I can't disturb a rock because it, it might be someone's family member, <laughs> so yeah, because in the alternate world, rocks are people, but well, people are rocks now. We it's, it's a weird movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, can y'all see? Was was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's funny. Um, really, the hot dog scene was the funniest thing to me because uh, it's just so random. But the thing is, like when they bit the fingers and mustard comes out, and you're like, "Does it? Are they biting off the fingers, or do or when you bite the fingers, it has condiments? I, I have questions. <laughs> you <laughs> do. You do. <laughs> Yeah, the raccoon the rat, like the ratatouille with the raccoon. It was I thought that it, yeah. That was weird. I thought she was gonna say it's like the Matrix in that scene. But she said like the with the but she said with the raccoon on the on the head. I guess cause she can't say rat like ratatouille. But but maybe in their universe that's what it is. Um Tennant was a crazy as everything all at once. Well, but Tennant wasn't. It, to my in my opinion and Brandon may agree it wasn't as good <laughs> Tenet was terrible like I actually left Tenet just bored and confused and felt like my time was wasted. that's just how I personally felt with Tenet. Brandon
1: yeah f- you know I, I honestly felt the same way uh, I don't think I was as bored as you uh, you had you had a lot of questions i I didn't have a lot of questions I just didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I got it, I got it, but I just didn't, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of his. So.
0: And then lastly, Fuzz says, uh, what about Ben John Malkovich? Yeah. Uh, like I said, it reminded me a lot of Ben John Malkovich and I'll check your comments later, but, uh, what's the other movie you wanted to mention?
1: Oh, um, uh, the other movie was Palmer, uh, on Apple TV. Um, Starring Justin Timberlake. Um, it was about a guy who got released from prison. He go he's going to live with his grandmother, and he befriends a little boy by accident, really. And his mother has just abandoned him. Don't know where she is. It just it really touched me. I mean, it just it hit me, man. You know, a guy taking care of his kid, not knowing where the mother is, the mother's a drug addict and all that. It just kind of hits you on so many levels um i just really loved it i thought justin kimberlake was really good in it and it honestly would have been probably my top five films of last year if i had watched it so mm-hmm. i mean if you have apple tv anyone i would check it out
0: i guess i don't but okay because i still want to see uh, uh coda uh which on one apple best TV. picture yeah uh yeah i heard good things um but all right, we're gonna go ahead and move into our convo on Age of Ultron, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh, this movie uh, is actually, I think, it sets the framework for everything going forward. This what this movie is is the the essential building block for all the other movies, not only the Avengers films but the other MCU films going forward. It's like Yeah, the the foundation that everything needs. Uh, It's in my opinion, uh, because it sets up so many different stories, although it abandons like it set up a story, but abandoned it like like really quickly. And I'm talking about the Bruce Banner and Natasha romance thing that never went anywhere. (laughs) This is this is the beginning of end for the Hulk in this movie. Brandon. Well, I actually Thor Ragnarok was great, but uh, it with him in it. But I'm saying like after that it's like they never really could I don't know, they just never did anything with the Hulk, honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know, but uh I agree, but I agree. This was beginning
1: yeah. the end for him.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, smart Hulk. He does become smart Hulk, but so uh, Avengers Age of Ultron came out 2015 rated PG-13 it's like 2 hours and 27 minutes. Uh just, let's just open out of range. Oh just out of range with uh is that my boy? Is that? I just no seen problem. a tra- Yeah, I just seen a trailer for it. Uh not trailer I see like a little advertisement for it. It's
1: um Amazon's answer to Yellowstone.
0: Okay, is it a show or a movie? Yeah, it's a show. Oh, that'd be great! I I like Josh Brolin stuff. So so this movie, uh, let's see, stars, of course, the Avengers. You know who they are: Robert, Chris, Mark, Chris, Scarlet, Jeremy, and everybody that else is, you know, makes up the the uh, Avengers. And it also has James Spader, who I had no idea he did the voice of Ultron in this movie. Uh, no, I don't I don't pick up on his voice like that. I, I'm not too familiar with his work other than like uh some stuff in the eighties. Uh, I know he was on uh, The Office. Uh, I'd never seen that blacklist. I've never seen Blacklist. Yeah, Mr.
1: California.
0: But he was I liked him as Mr. Cal. He was such a prick. But yeah, it, you know. But uh this movie, man, I think that uh well, so I guess if I tell you a little bit of my thing, what this movie's about is Tony Stark messes it up again. What Tony does, <laughs> Tony, Tony Stark, Tony. That's why I say Tony reacts. He doesn't really think things through before he does stuff. He just does it. He thinks he's thinking. He is thinking, but he's not really thinking it through. Uh, he'll out the uh, image from the Scarlet Witch. To uh, make him uh, create a defenses system, system for the world, but it's too smart. It's like it pretty much kills Jarvis or tries to kill Jarvis in some sense. Um, yeah, and it's it's thinking it's this mind. Uh, Ultron's mind of uh, brain is saying the only way to save the world is to kill the Avengers because they are destroying the world <laughs> that's that's how I kind of got it and what do you think for, about that
1: uh, I think that's exactly it uh I'm not sure in the beginning if he actually wanted to kill them or just make sure they're extinct because he, he says it stinked a lot <laughs> like I think he was just trying to get rid of them they were there would be no more Avengers but
0: so on the other foot, Billy Pitcher, it's Rachel. I've never seen what I've never I've, heard of the movie, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I would not be watching But Was it, it right?
1: good? <laughs> you didn't say if you liked
0: the movie or not, yeah, he did not say that, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I wanted one thing that I want to mention in this that I noticed, uh, that I really did notice the first time I seen this film is that Clint or uh, Jeremy Renner. Uh, gets more to do in this movie. I felt like he, I I felt like he's, I felt like he really came in his own in this film. I love that. I love that he kind of grew as a character in this film that, uh, you know, you can see where he, his, his being essential to the Avengers is. Uh, and I like that. I like it, like, you know, and it kind of helped me because I've seen his other show, the, uh, you know, Hawkeye, but yeah. It just really was great just seeing him stepping into his own in this film, Um, and I and I love who his wife is too. You know, I love uh, freaks and geeks, so she's alumni from that show. So yeah, Brandon,
1: I agree, hundred percent, man. Hawkeye got to shine a little bit more in this film than he did in the previous Avengers film, and a lot more than he did in Thor. Um, So I mean, it's good because. At this point, you really didn't truly consider him an Avenger. He just it was mainly their sidekick. Uh, but in this film, he he has a lot more to do. And he's more important, and you know, I, I'm glad they gave him an opportunity because Jeremy's a fantastic actor, and he's 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 really important to the Avengers. Yeah. Even though um, he wasn't really given that much credit to previous Avengers film, but you know he.
0: He's good. I do want to mention, uh, so we get introduced to Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, uh, Petro, uh, Maximoff and his sister Wanda, played by Elizabeth Olsen, the other Olsen sister, uh, who in my opinion is the better Olsen sister. I mean, I, we can debate, uh, but I, you like know, I like, I like, I like Elizabeth. I think that she's a talented lady. Um, but yeah, uh, and I love their backstory. The Maximus reasoning for for being a villain is because out when they when their village or when their home was uh, attacked, the the tech that was used was Stark Industry tech, and so that that terrorized them for that time frame. Those four days, I guess, three or four days that they were, you know, held up in that in their what used to be their home. As that Stark Industry bomb that didn't detonate, and so they knew that this man did create this destruction, and so yeah. uh, I thought that was really powerful backstory. It's like, it's like, it's almost like in Iron Man Two, how, uh, you know, your boy, uh, what's his name, Mickey. Mick, Mickey, Mickey Rourke, mm-hmm. uh, how, how, how his flawed mind, or way of thinking, why Tony was the villain. And so that's that's how they're they're thinking. But I I don't know. I was never it's, I never understood if that was of Tony's doing or was that like just somebody that had his tech or just before his Iron Man, you know, we, when he became anti-war. You know, so what do you think?
1: I think it was before, uh, you know, before he it was definitely before he came to Iron Man. But I I would say before, because uh, I think. Did it, I can't think of his name. Andy Circus character, isn't he the one that, that bombed him?
0: Uh, maybe. No, I don't know. Yeah, Andy Circus. yeah. Uh, he plays... I forget. I forget that. Like you said, when we was uh, texting about this, I, I totally forgot that he was even in this movie. Yeah, Andy
1: I like debuted in Black Panther, but, but no. <laughs> like I, I really forgot that he was in this movie. I,
0: I That's how he, he lost his, his arm.
1: Theme. Yeah, I forgot. You know, I I didn't really enjoy this movie when it came out. So, um, you know, I I forgot so much. I forgot Wakanda was brought up. I, I forgot every just about every important but, detail.
0: The vibranium, like it, yeah. it, it, it's the movie that introduced the. Uh, well, actually, uh, uh, cat shield is vibranium, right? Okay. Um, um, or is it? Uh, it it's titanium. It, it's not titanium. It's vibranium, I think. Um uh but, but yeah it's like the most powerful metal other than what wolverine has adamantium uh steel around his his skeleton uh but um anyway i digress uh what were your thoughts on um so this creature this uh, entity of ultron what was your what was your initial thoughts on like the him like his Awakening and that scene.
1: Uh, originally, I thought.
0: Well, maybe not original. What now? But now, yeah, you can compare it. that's fine. I like to your
1: I like. I thought they maybe should have took a little bit more time. In twenty fifteen, but watching it now, I was like, okay, maybe a little. Maybe it is still a little bit rushed with the story, but I totally bought it that he was. He actually thinks he's doing good mm-hmm. by getting rid of the Avengers. That's he—he he thinks he's actually saving the world. But but by the end, though, he just completely lost his mind. <laughs> you know, this machine has just completely lost its mind. He wants to destroy all humans, and it, you know, it's just—it's just malfunctioned. He gets worse and worse as the movie goes on. Like his brain is just so fried. I mean.
0: And you can understand his, and he was such his like like the way that James Spader, uh, is Spader or spade? James Spader, right? Spader, yeah. Uh, the way that he uh, like, I thought <laughs> when I listened to him talk, for some some reason, I thought it sounded like friend friend dresser, a uh, uh, friend, not friend dresser, but uh, the the guy that's from uh, the place Frazier, that guy, Kelsey Grammer. Um, yeah, Kelsey Grammer. Grammar. That's what I thought it was. I'm like, is that Kelsey Grammer? And then, like i seen that said, James Fader, I was like, oh, I didn't know that he did this, but uh, cause I really didn't pay attention to voice actors uh, really back then. Honestly, uh, I just didn't. I didn't even pay attention that Jarvis was, you know, who he was um, until, oh, you know, I, uh, yeah, yeah, until I really started paying attention to voice acting, you know, because sometimes, like, you know, you can't sleep on them, man. Sometimes they do really great. But, yeah, I love. um, like his, like I can understand his concept of wanting to destroy the universe, and I'm not saying that I'm not justifying it, but just the idea of uh, like, yeah, he has some great lines. He says every time man does something, he says something. He says God throws a rock, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, like you know, and uh, and he and he talked about like the uh, extinction of dinosaurs, um, and yes, it, it's things to think about that. You know, like humanity
1: you know must what's be wiped funny
0: out to start over.
1: You know what's funny about these villains starting mm-hmm. with Robert Refford and uh Winter Soldier, uh Ultron and this and Thanos, they all want to destroy the world <laughs> yeah. because they feel like the humans are destroying themselves, you know. Um
0: do you much- feel like Robert did you feel like Robert Refford wanted to destroy the world more than just control the world?
1: Uh, he definitely wanted to control it, but I, I yeah, I mean, you, you're okay with killing killing millions of people. I mean, you're you're going ultimately be okay with killing everyone. I would say. I mean, you know, I just find it interesting that especially Ultron and Thanos want the same agenda. They want to destroy this world. <laughs> and. It- and I love the end credit scene with Thanos. He <laughs> says, "I'll do it myself."
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you know who I, was, who I was thinking about also. That came from uh, um, It's called uh, Sokovia, right? Sokovia. I think it's where the uh, final, the final attack happened, and yeah. they and they give you the Sokovia uh, courts that they come later on in the civil war. Um, how we got, how we actually got the other. Villain that was in that film from this, like from that, that attack that happened there, because you know uh, we know that his wife and son died in that attack in that city, and uh, and he later go- went on to, you know, create like to get the Avengers fighting, like to break them up, you know, to get them at each other's throats which is smart, you know, it's a smart sure. thing to do as a villain. But yeah, this movie, and you also saw that Tony and Steve, their relationship was more of uh, a bromance, like they're buddy buddy, where uh, and you know we know that that's gonna go away, <laughs> you know, it's and that they never really, they never, they never really recapture that, you know, like they never really got back to that level that they were, uh, and that's, that just speaks to how powerful Civil War really was. Uh, when we get to it but what Ruff. was your thoughts on uh, what was your thoughts on Mark Ruffalo in this his his Hulk in this film cuz I'm judging your thoughts on the Hulk from his introduction to the Avengers to now you know where we got him now so what's would, your thoughts
1: I would say he was fine in the movie but it was a letdown from the first Avengers film not just with uh, Banner, but with the Hulk in general. I, I didn't feel like the Hulk did all that much. I felt like he was afraid to fight. Like, because how he reacted when Wanda, you know, whatever that, that dust or whatever it's called, she threw it, you know, she planted it in his mind. And he was afraid to be around humans and as, of the, as the Hulk. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I got it, but I was like, I, don't know, I, I felt like he was afraid and I think this is the start of him then Thanos is going to beat him in uh what the uh, Infinity War and he won't ever be the same again. So <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, uh, I, I thought Mark was fine uh, but I think his performance is, is goes down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even um, for
1: Ragnarok I, I did not like him as Banner. I didn't.
0: I love Do Hulk. More, you, you wanted part. more Hulk. Yeah. Hulk was great in there. Yeah. Um, now I would. I, I want to also ask you about because uh, we had a. There's a party scene in this film. This is before we was introduced to Ultron. Um, there's a party scene where we obviously get our uh, our our Stan Lee cameo, uh, yeah. but there's the scene of them trying to try to pick up Thor's hammer hammer, uh, and uh, and I love how like nobody could pick it up. But I love how with Steve, it did an so subtle move. It moved a little, <laughs> the look and the look on Thor's face. Oh man, that scene! I just was I I just remember uh, just watching that and just like marking out a bit for that. Cause I was, like I love, and it's also uh, and it's also uh, a precursor or what's the term right there? Not precursor, but. Foreshadowing of yeah. uh, later when you know he can actually wield the hammer. So yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I thought it was,
1: and I love that scene by the way, but I thought it was just Vision just picks it up like it's not, nothing. I when he comes about later in the movie, he just picks it up like it's nothing. And yeah, Thornton, you didn't
0: even know actually, he picked it up. Yeah, he didn't. You didn't even know he picked it up because he says. Uh, you know i know that you probably think i'm enemy but there's no time we gotta just do what you, you know he just handed it to like yeah. like this but yeah but what were we saying
1: but i just it was no i mean I, of course they didn't have time to have a big shocking moment there. It was just because they're in the middle of a battle but <laughs> i just i kind of wish they wouldn't have done that you know i kind of wish they would just waited till Captain America picks it up later in, in the films and you know have that big moment which it was a big moment. It's like he he could have picked it up. He just wanted to tease Thor a little bit in in this film. Um, I I just kind of wish that Vision wouldn't have picked it up.
0: Well, I think that Vision being able to pick it up is because he is uh, he's so uh, extraterrestrial. Like he's yeah. not he's not human. He's not he's but he has empathy and sympathy. Uh, he like he's he's the complete opposite of Ultron. You know. Ultron has a lot of the same things that he has, but Vision sees humanity as something worth saving
1: mm-hmm. and worth
0: fighting for, uh, whereas Ultron says, sees humanity as, like, what's the, what's the purpose? They're going to just commit wars and terrors anyway. Why not just eliminate them and wait for something better to come out of the ashes? And so, <laughs> you he's know. Got,
1: he's got the mindset of Thanos, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. And Vision doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily disagree with him. He just thinks humans are worth fighting for, you know. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you've seen this movie because Vision, Paul Bettany's character, is a lot like his character in um, Legion, where he's an angel sent back okay. to protect the humans. We well, haven't to, seen that movie in so long. He's supposed to. He's not supposed to protect them, but he ends up protecting them. He's supposed to wipe them out, and he doesn't. So he, he's kind of. It's a very very similar situation there. So I, uh, I love Paul Bettany though he's a, he's a tremendous actor. So I yeah. have a I have a question for you though. Yes, sir. Okay, me me thing. Okay, you brought it up earlier that they didn't do anything with the Bruce Banner and you know Star- Black Widow you know romance. How did you feel about that
0: going I into? Felt
1: watching
0: it develop like. I forgot there was even a thing, honestly, no, I didn't going back it. and watching it. I forgot there was a thing that they, that they started at Romance. The best thing that came out of that romance is the payoff of the sun's going down line and Thor Ragnarok. It's the best payoff. Cause you know, she, cause when Thor tries to, tries it, sun's going down and, and the Hulk takes him and beats him up. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, that's the be- best payoff, but their their relationship and they also that whole sterilization scene, uh thought like it's just like making her feel like she's less than a woman, which they they kind of gaslighted that in um in the Black Widow with uh with, you know, she they they tore it you know, you know <laughs> when she said uh but this relationship though, I felt like even better if there was a payoff later, but there is literally no conclusion. Like, like when you when they get back to when they see each other again, it's not like oh I missed you I love you, or anything like that. I think that it's just like, hey, that kind of happened, but not even discuss it. You know.
1: I think the reason they may try to ignore it is because I don't think the reception was very kind. Because for me. It just came out of nowhere. There was nothing I didn't see this in the previous films. I said if there was going to be a relationship with a black widow, I figured it was going to be Captain America. I mean, the way they flirted, but I didn't see her and Bruce, you know, coming in anything. I said it was, it was
0: a little weird. <laughs> you brought up a valid point, Brandon, because I totally forgot that the that they literally just did that with Steve. And and, the, and Natasha uh with that one film, yeah, with that one film uh with, with Steve, uh, and they yeah. flirted with their them having a relationship. Uh yeah, I totally forgot about that. So like this is the second time that they're discarding them. And you know, I always thought at one point before they showed that actually Hawkeye had a family, I thought that her, Hawkeye and Natasha was going to be a relationship, but they obviously they're more like brothers and sisters. They yeah. love each other on the, like that's his best friend you know, like that's you know, uh, like he's, he's deeply, he's deeply hurt by that loss. Um, which yeah. uh, we, hopefully we get her back, but, uh, which is but,
1: really should have been the origin story of black widow, how they met that mission, you know, mm-hmm. how he saved her and all that. I, I,
0: Don't. I wish that's the way it would have went, but they didn't. But we we know that they because they wanted to give us, you know, man. I always say I love her, but I can't remember her name for the life of me. Um, (laughs) From uh, fighting with my family, I forget her name right now. Um, You ain't got it either. I don't have it either. You know what I'm talking about. I Uh, do know. But. But yeah, um, she's great though. She yeah, I think I think she's a good entry into the into the uh, the series. But no, I agree with you. I felt like I think that the mood that that relationship went nowhere. I'm clearly looking her up, Uh, Flor Florence Pugh. I don't know. I keep forgetting the name. Uh, But yeah, but let's talk about. Uh I was gonna ask you about obviously we get the Nick Fury uh cameo. We always get a Nick Fury cameo. Um do you feel like he just at this point uh I mean he was he pre- he pretty much was the ex machina in this movie because whenever the uh, uh the city was floating up and they thought that they were gonna they're up there, they're about to die or whatever, he comes to save them. He's ex machina, the uh, you know the savior from the sky. Uh, what were your thoughts on Nick Fury in this film?
1: Um, I mean, it's always good to see Sam. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do think though these later films that he really just he's just he's just kind of there. You know, he doesn't have a whole lot of purpose except for Captain Marvel, which was kind of telling his origin story while telling hers. <laughs> I really think he's just, he's just, he's a glorified cameo.
0: I was going to say that because there's some glorified cameos in this film. Uh, Of course, Rhodey comes back and and he actually fights at the end with the Avengers. Uh, but, but we have Idris Alba as, uh, uh, that just pops up Peggy Carter, uh, in a, in a flash, like in a dream type of cameo type of thing. Uh, and then we have Eric Um uh Skarsgård. Uh, uh, he, he's in there, which I thought that he's like, I even forget that he's a character in these films because he's now such in the corner. And they show him at the end like he's a part of, you know, the shield, but he's not. He's not. Like, we don't see him no more, I don't think, you know? Like, I don't think we ever knows. see him again. Yeah. It's like now thrown away. In the new
1: Thor movie. Because Jane's coming back, but I, I, I don't know. I, you know, and also uh, Anthony Mackie as Falcon was just one little brief cameo
0: until the end, where we show that he's a part of the new Avengers that yeah. the 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 they, they never really did anything with, other than him popping up in Ant Man. Um, you know, it's just like I don't know, it's just throwaway stuff, man. Uh, but mainly. They're getting us to Wanda being a part of the Avengers. That's the main I think that's the main puzzle piece that the setting up. Uh, yeah, and I really and, liked
1: her and I really liked Quicksilver in this.
0: She's uh, really the most powerful person, like one of the most powerful people uh in Marvel. Like it's crazy how powerful she is. Uh, I can't wait to see uh Multiverse of Madness. Um but yeah, and I haven't watched the, the last trailer for it because I'm I don't want to I don't really want spoil. I guess I did watch it. I guess I had no choice. It was just is at the beginning of everything <laughs> everywhere all at once. All at once. But um anything else you wanna mention? Uh Paul Bettany, perhaps, is Jarvis. Did you how'd you feel about not uh, as Jarvis, but as vision. How'd you feel about just vision being in this now?
1: I was in I mean, I liked it. I thought I was like he's he's getting his moment, you know. Now you know what's gonna happen. You know he's got the infinity stone in his forehead. <laughs> you know he's got to die eventually Um, now
0: you know that you didn't know that then we didn't know that then then.
1: (laughs) but when Thanos was coming and and taking the stones you kind of thought okay if he gets them all he's going to have to kill Vision because you know it's in his forehead (laughs) but but I really wasn't focusing on the the stones throughout this I have been more since we've been watching Mm -hmm. yeah they feel very subtle, subtle. Um, like I'm picking up more stuff like, like that. And like uh, the Wakanda, I mean, I'm I'm picking up little nuggets of information. They're, they're showing us. And it's very interesting to go back and watch these movies like this. And, you know, you pick up so much, so much more information and, and, you know, it really hits you. Oh man. I just, but I really did love Paul Bettany in this movie. Um, as vision, uh, he brought a little, as far as a machine goes, he brought humanity to this story. And, you know, I, I dug that.
0: Um, I was going to say, as far as, like, the vision that, um, no pun intended, but the vision that uh, that uh, Chris Hemsworth, Thor, had uh, in this film, he actually is he's the first one to actually see all of the Affinity Stones kind of together. Yeah. Like in that vision that he had, he's seen all of them. I think it was his vision that he saw them. Uh, and he saw the importance of that infinity stone that is, uh, I forget which, what that one's called. Um, but um, I thought that uh, I, I kind of was like, oh man, like I know what that means with the, now with the, you know, with the stones. And so, Oh man, it just kinda gets you excited for what's going on. Uh, and at the end and we got to talk about this. Um the death of Petro, um, which that's uh, something I always regretted that they did 'cause I like I like Quicksilver and I wanna see more Quicksilver in uh you know, in the MCU. Uh and so and I well, like
1: Quicksilver, so I mean I'm just but,
0: yeah, but we know that's who it was, obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but which we know that in a different origin, Quicksilver and, and Wanda is children of uh, Magneto, but yeah. uh, not not in this film. Uh, but I don't know, Aaron Taylor Johnson, man. I think that he's. Uh, I think this is around the same time he also had Godzilla, mm-hmm. um, and so and she was also in Godzilla as well, right? Was Elizabeth yeah. Olsen?
1: They were a husband and wife in Godzilla.
0: Yeah, it's, it's awkward there, yeah, but yeah,
1: that's that's a bit awkward.
0: But and he's also he's he's actually kick ass. Am I correct? Yeah,
1: he's kick ass as well.
0: Uh, so he's like, I don't know. He grew up from that time from from being kick ass in this film, but it, it, his death was a a hard death to, uh, to see. I've kind of felt her pain. Yeah, I think it's, pain
1: up to this point probably the most emotional scene in the MCU at this more than Colson, more than Colson. I think so. I teared up.
0: I didn't, yeah, I didn't tear tear up for
1: Colson. I mean, I was sad about Colson, but I didn't, I didn't tear up, but this one I did. And I, that's, that's great that he could have that kind of impact in just one movie. You know, and it says he was on, he, he, he nailed it. And you, you felt the pain from Wanda. I mean, they did an amazing job, in their introduction to the MCU. I mean, they really did. There is one thing I want to say, though. Yeah. This is about the director, Joss Whedon. I believe, after watching these two Avenger films back like we have, I believe he was hired from Warner Brothers to destroy the DCEU. <laughs> I, I truly do. Uh, he can't go from Avengers and Age of Ultron to Justice League and make that crap. No possible way. I mean,
0: yeah, Yeah, it's not not even the same type of like he. I I get so angry with Justice League. Uh, I'm glad Zack Snyder got to do his vision of it uh, because if we if that's how we we were left with was Joss Whedon's (laughs) Justice League, like I would I wouldn't care to see in another uh, DC movie, honestly uh but you know i'm glad that i'm glad that zack Snyder got the cuz such a it's a it's a five star film
1: yeah, you know it really really was um, and you know joss can do better than that i mean he this he proves it in these <laughs> two avenger films i mean there was no passion for justice league when he was brought in
0: did he so did he leave, so after this film he doesn't do the other uh Avengers? No. Films, is it? Does the it Russo's, get passed over? Who?
1: I think it was the Russos that did Infinity yeah, War, and Endgame,
0: I believe. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Josh hasn't even, he hasn't done anything since. Did that bury him? Did the uh, Justice League Were bury they, him
1: after Justice League? They came out that he sexually assaulted, I believe, or harassed.
0: He got cancer.
1: Like, yeah. Pretty much like he lost. uh, I think he was supposed to do Batgirl or Mm -hmm. Blue Beetle or one of those HBO Max films and he got replaced. So, yeah, yeah, I think he's still part of the Buffy reboot, but
0: he uh directed recently, uh, looks like an episode of The Nevers, which I don't even know what that is. Leverage. The Nevers.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, Josh. And it's crazy because I did like Josh uh, Whedon. I love Buffy. I love Firefly. Well, I didn't see Firefly. I seen uh, the film version of it before I seen the show. Uh, and then I liked Angel, of course. Um, and so I liked, you know, I liked the man. Uh, I hate that he then he did Cabin in the Woods. So he re- he wrote that. But yeah. Justice League was was trash, man. He 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 dropped the ball. But anyway, but he did a good job in this one. Um, Speaking of the end of it, um, I was going to ask you real quick: who your standouts in this film, and who could have did better?
1: Standouts. I'm going to go Wanda and uh, Quicksilver. They were my standouts. Um, My
0: standouts is Wanda and Clint Barton. I think that they were... Uh, both. Yeah,
1: you gotta go Hawkeye, too. The, yeah. Those would be my three. Uh, the ones that could have done better, uh, You know, this is could, be, could be controversial. Obviously, it's Mark Ruffalo's banner. He could have done better. But I also kind of feel like Robert Downey Jr. could have done better as Iron Man. Hmm. I, I wasn't totally sold on his performance in this one.
0: I feel like he was missing more, of the, more in the film than he was there. Yeah. Like I felt like he was not really there as much, uh, but yeah, I agree. I can go, I go. With, I agree with your uh, your choices in that. Um, do you have any overall final thoughts on the film at all, or oh, I want to I want to bring up something. A scene that I kind of also got a little excited for was at the end where you see Falcon, uh, you see Wanda, you see Vision. Um, is that all we saw? Was it? Oh, and then, uh, and then, uh, War Machine saw them kind of being formed as like the New Avengers, and then, uh, Cap says Avengers, and he's about to say a symbol, but then it cuts. They
1: um, were gonna save yeah. it for Endgame.
0: Yeah, uh, I just love that. It's just like that in the theme, the Avengers theme. You know, you just feel like I actually was sitting here, like, and I just said to myself, "I was like, I just, I love these films. I just love." that these films, uh you know, exist. Uh, yeah. So, yeah.
1: My final thoughts? final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing it does do, and I really did enjoy it this time around, but one thing it does do is get, it gets you excited for the future installments. Not just Avenger films, but these the solo films that are coming, like uh, Ant-Man's Next. Uh, they're... Nothing prepares you for Ant Man right now, but um, I'm excited because well, I like Ant Man, but I knew I knew who he was before, so I liked him. But uh, the Civil War, I'm very excited for Civil War because
0: it gives a Spidey.
1: Yeah, uh, I didn't even you know when that was announced, Civil War. I didn't even think I didn't think Spider Man was going to show up in the MCU ever. I Really, I never thought Sony would agree to that, but it. But after watching this movie, I'm more excited to revisit Black Panther now because the, the little nuggets they gave here in Age of Ultron. I'm, I'm, it just makes you excited to see what's coming.
0: Yeah. And I, you're going to have to help me when we get to that point of because obviously on Disney Plus, it doesn't show you the Spider Man films. So I, you got to help me to know when I need to place those in our viewing, in our rotation because I don't. Know where those fall in, and they I think it's coming. I know one of them's coming before, uh, after Civil War. I think it's when we get homecoming, so
1: yeah. Um, I 'cause because basically three movies take place at the same time pretty much, uh, Black Panther, Homecoming, and Black Widow. They all kind of take place around that two or three months after Civil War. So,
0: okay,
1: but I'll look it up and and see which one actually comes first. I I think Homecoming is after Civil War, then it's Black Panther, then Black Widow. But Doctor Strange is in there somewhere too, so I'll have
0: to look it up. Uh, But Ant-Man is uh, what what we got on deck next week. Uh, Let's go ahead and give our marks. My final thoughts of this film is, like I kind of gave my final thoughts at the beginning of this podcast, is that I believe that this movie is the and I didn't realize the importance of this film in the rest of the MCU. Like, I think that this movie is more important than the other Avenger films that came before, uh, other than, like, uh, The Winter Soldier, which is Captain Captain's film. Um, yeah. uh, but I think that those two films are, like, the foundational building blocks for what's to come uh, in the rest of the, what we see, because I think everything that you've seen before that could really be like throwaway. And it's not really, but I'm saying, you know, it's not as essential as um, Winter Soldier and uh, Age of Ultron. And that just shows you how important Age of Ultron is. And I didn't realize its importance when I first saw it back in 2015.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think a lot of people liked this movie when it first came out. I don't know if people have written back and watched it or not, but it is very important to the MCU and where they were at that point in time and building what was coming, Infinity War. I mean, it's... Well, not just Infinity War, but Civil War. You know? Uh, you, you could see... And, it and, and like,
0: Black Panther, like you said, yeah. Black Panther. It, it sets that up, too.
1: Yeah, it, it, And you could see there's a couple scenes in Age of Ultron sets up the, the dynamic of Tony Stark versus Captain America. You know, there's a couple scenes in there. It's like, oh, be there, there's some drama there. There's some underlying, the you know, yes. yeah. I was like, and I didn't pick it up the first time I watched it, you know. I but rewatching, I was like, oh, I see it. And you know, I I look forward to it. I think uh, it's, I think it's gonna be a really cool to go back and watch. Civil War and Ant Man and Black Panther and just see if they add any nuggets that we may have missed the first time around.
0: I want to mention one thing that I, I forgot to mention. I just seen the clip of it and it just reminded me. We gotta we gotta speak about the Hulk uh, Iron Man suit. The uh, Iron Man has the Hulk Smasher suit. Yeah. Or uh, what did you think about that whole scene where uh, Hulk a is? hulk was uh i guess bewitched and uh and starts uh smashing like you literally see him at his worst uh and uh and then iron man uh launches veronica to take this get this big old iron man hulk suit
1: yeah i mean i (laughs) thought the scene was well done looked, it looked really good um I enjoyed the fight between Iron Man and Hulk. Um, although, uh, if, if, you know, a little disappointed at the outcome, just being a Hulk fan, but he couldn't win in that situation, you know, because he's, he's gone, he's gone mad, but I, I really liked it. I thought it was a well done scene.
0: You know what, you know what it just told me to is that, that shows you how Tony's mind is. Tony is always thinking ahead of everything. For him to create this Hulk suit, is he thought of a scenario in which the Hulk rages, yeah, and he's gonna have to either keep him locked down or try to stop him. And so, what also
1: tells you something about him, which kind of came out in this movie by creating Ultron, is he doesn't trust the team. <laughs> Overall, he doesn't really trust him. He's kind of like Batman in that way. He doesn't trust members of his own team.
0: So do you think he has a contingency plan for like all of the uh, Avengers? Like he has something uh, for Thor. He got something for Cap. He got something for it's kind of like, yeah, you're right. It's like Batman because Batman has he keeps kryptonite on deck just in case he has to take out Superman. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I think he probably had a plan for everyone. But I thought his main concern was Hulk just because of the superpowers he has and the rage he has. But uh, I did like what before that happened, and between when Iron Man and uh, Captain got into it, he said, and when Iron Man says, Tony says, we'll lose, and Cap says, we'll do it together. Mm-hmm. You know, because because iron man's he's, he's not thinking of the whole team but captain's always thinking of the team first you know I, I love their diversity there between them two I, and
0: that shows, it shows a, you how much of a leader that cap is captain yeah. is is the leader like like it's Dennis what leader. when uh when uh kobe uh on a i forget her name uh in this movie the lady from uh how I met your mother yeah. Um uh how she is like uh she says, Hey boss, we uh did blah 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 blah. But then uh Tony says, I'm not the boss he is. I'm just the one that has all the money, builds all the toys and makes everybody suit better. You know, it's like some shade. <laughs> uh but but he but Tony also knows that he isn't the boss, he's not the leader. Although yeah. and I think he kinda hates that he's not the leader, but honestly Steve Rogers is the leader. He is the he is the lead, he's the captain of the Avengers. Captain you know. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. And and it's and, and it's better that it is Steve as the captain because I mean Tony Tony can be reckless.
1: Um oh no doubt. Oh yeah. no. But you know, I, I do like the, their the, their tension, though. I, it, it, you you kind of want to see them work as a team, but you also kind of wonder what it's going to be like if they were at each other, you know, going up against each
0: other. Hero a- fight. But, you know, I, you know, you've never seen that where they say, monster fight, and then like the sound of the horns. I can't do it because I hate mimicking things. Brandon, give me a look. That's how I end it. All right. Uh so let me go ahead and give it my marks and uh, Brandon can proceed. Um I give this five marks out of out of five. I actually five. yeah, I actually enjoyed the movie, man. I just, I I didn't find anything wrong with it. I enjoyed it. and it's crazy because back 2015 when I watched it, I don't think that I would have gave it that mark. Um but now, now just revisiting it. I'm like, yeah, I actually dug it. I can't find If I can't find anything wrong with it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, be a prick or anything. Just like count it off as some weird thing, but I liked it, you know.
1: Enter Brendan's thoughts. (laughs) He's going to be a prick about it, apparently. (laughs) I can't give it five, although I think it is a very entertaining film and I think it's a solid entry into the Avengers films. I am kind of a toss up between a 4 and 4.5. Uh, I'm going to go 4.5. Um mm. I think the reason I I don't go all the way 5 is cuz I feel like like I said earlier, Bruce w- he was fine, he wasn't he wasn't great. And I feel like Tony wasn't as strong as he's been in the past. So but in the story was was pretty good, but I don't think it was perfect. But yeah. I I did love Wanda and Quicksilver. I did love what they did with Clint and, and Hawkeye. You know, uh, I really love that aspect to this film, introducing his family, which is going to be huge moving forward with his character. Uh, I thought, you know, it, it's it was a lot better than I remembered. I, honestly, it, it really was. So I'm gonna go 4.5
0: out of five. That's okay. not bad. It's still a good score. It's, it's a it's a fresh score. Much better than it uh, was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So that's our review of Avengers Age of Ultron. Next week, we will be back with Ant-Man, uh, which uh, I, I can't wait for it. I, I absolutely like uh, Paul Rudd uh, and think that he, that movie's going to, I love that movie. And so I can't see me watching it again and not loving it still. Yeah. But, it's like it's like Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy for me. It's just like a movie that I just can't I just don't I don't hate, you know.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I do remember the was it was jack is that his name? The villain?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I love him a lot better than I did the villain in the sequel, which I believe is Lawrence Fishburne. I'm not hundred percent sure if
0: that's Well, it's also that Chick that kind of like a ghost or whatever she goes in and out of,
1: yeah. Like, I don't remember much about the sequel, I didn't like the sequel as much. I do, yeah, but I really did like Ant Man. Paul the sequel, was fantastic in that role.
0: The sequel was uh, in existence only to give us the very end scene where he comes out, where he goes into the quantum realm, and yeah. uh, and uh, the, to give us a quantum realm, and also. To give us the, um, this, I think we get like the snap happens in the sequel. Cause they happen
1: while he's in the, the realm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah Cause that happens the sequel happens, I guess, simultaneously with, uh, yeah, uh, Infinity War, right? He's
1: not, yeah, he's not in Infinity War.
0: Yeah. but no. That's interesting. You know, I've seen a side by side, uh, it was really cool, man. You can uh, look at that on YouTube. It's pretty interesting. I've uh, seen like they took all the the things that happened with the snap at the same time. Like once the, like once the snap happens and every scene of everybody going away or whatever happening right then. Uh, and it's, it's a very interesting scene to see like it's on YouTube. But it's so, also
1: interesting that Ant-Man wasn't invited to fight in the war to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. we don't think enough of you.
0: <laughs> well, they didn't. They didn't invite Peter. He just happened to be in the, on that trip, uh, yeah. be on the school bus, and seeing seeing it, and just kind of got involved. But and they and, and Iron Man tried to send him back to Earth. But you know, but uh, I can't wait to get there. I mean, we're almost we're we're
1: getting uh, closer.
0: Yeah, we're getting closer. Uh, we're we're cooking, man. And so, uh, thank sad. you all for. Yeah, thank you all. Uh, I, I'm gonna be a grown man crying. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was a grown man. I was grown man like tearing up on this one when, uh, when Petro died. But yeah, but can't wait uh, for it. I thank you all for joining us. Uh, no more comments from uh, Fuzz. He died on us. Uh, he's like not literally. Uh, <laughs> we, but, hope you not. Know, we hope not. We hope not. But yeah. I hope for us, uh, next time, tell us your thoughts. If you're still watching, you got a couple of minutes. I'll give you a moment or so if you want to say, hey, I liked it or I didn't like it, you know. But if not, then we're going to go ahead and conclude this. Um, yeah, we're going to conclude it. And I don't know. I didn't give you long, did I? You might be typing as we speak. I'm sorry. You might be eating a Hot Pocket. I don't know what you're doing in your spare time. Um, but anyway, Let's see. Aaron Whitlow.
1: Oh, this is Brandon Spivey here at the Markout Movie Podcast.
0: <laughs> and we thank you for marking out with us here and uh, come back next week for Ant-Man. Uh, and let us know also what you watch. And also, if you are watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe, uh, comment, because uh, I see those comments and I try to reply to those comments. I'm sorry I don't do it on Facebook as much, but I do go after this show and Brandon will too, maybe. And look to see if he sees any comment. Uh, but yeah, we thank you all for tuning in, and um, thank you for marking out with us. Also,
1: Please. like and subscribe on Anchor.
0: And on Anchor, yes, because and then we're also on Spotify and other places. Um, get yeah, we're we're trying to get this out there. We love doing the content for people and talking about movies with you. Uh, we're just a couple of fans of films. That's it. Like, all right, we well, thank you. Finally, got in say we're
1: fans instead of critics. It happened. Only time years. <laughs> it
0: happened. I, I'm still a critic, but I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan before I'm a critic. So that's why it's called Mark Out Movie Podcast, not critics. Blah blah blah. Because I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a Mark for movies. So yeah.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.